Blog Talk Radio. Challenging, thought-provoking, insightful. This is God in Country, the collision of faith and politics. Hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, former law enforcement officer, and founder of the internationally regarded executive protection team. Through counseling, elite life coaching, and national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This series is biblically and politically engaged with the pedal to the metal. With today's edition of God in Country, here is host and author of the acclaimed yet controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, Dr. Sean Michael Greener. We're calling all victims. I have your solution once and for all. Today is the day that I speak the unvarnished truth about our condition. Look, not only here in the United States of America, not only here in the good old red, white, and blue, the, the USA, but in this big old world. Are you white? Are you black? Are you Muslim? Are you Jew? Are you a Christian? Are you atheist? Are you homosexual? Are you heterosexual? Are you political? Are you apolitical? Are you liberal? Are you a conservative? I'm talking to you. If you're any of those things, I'm talking to you. Today's the day. Today's the day I call it exactly as it is. And you know what? If my audience flees, so be it. Look, my goal for the show has always been to bring the unwashed, unvarnished truth into the public arena. Look, I, I'm not running for office. I'll tell you the truth, I'm, I'm not actually even concerned with popularity. Yes, I'd like to make a living, but I'm not concerned with being popular. But you know what? I am concerned for this country, the United States of America. Why? Because unlike the media, I'm going to tell you the truth about our condition. Deeply concerned for the United States of America because we are gasping. We are on our last breath. We are here in part because of the left's tool, their tool called political correctness. 
political correctness. We're here because we were talked into being fearful, fronted into being quiet. No more. Decide, resolve, stand. First, I'm reaching out to, uh, let, me, let me also say this to my 500,000 listeners, almost 500,000 listeners. Right now, I want, I'm going to give you a prayer request. I very rarely ever do this. But I also want to say that I'm reaching out to the Fisher family. And Granny passed away sometime during the night, peacefully in bed. Uh, by all accounts, there was no pain, no fear, no worry. And she is present and perfected with Jesus Christ. Her body is whole. She doesn't need that oxygen anymore. And she's holding court up there in heaven. Good old West Virginia lady who I happen to love. For my family, especially for my son, I, I feel your hurt. And uh, I'm very sorry about that. To the whole Fisher family, listen, you, you're dear people. And I want you to know that you matter to me. And Granny's passing matters to me. And God bless you in your sorrow. I want to reach out now to my almost 500,000 listeners. That's right. We're up to that. I'd like to see more subscribers is what I'd like to see. But uh, we've got a lot of listeners. And, and I know that among those almost half a million listeners, there's a lot of prayers. There's a lot of people who pray. There's a lot of people who believe firmly and fully in God and I wonder if you'd be willing, if you're willing, if you'd be willing to take the time to pray for my buddy Chris. My buddy Chris in Minnesota, he and I worked together years ago, and, and he lives in he's a Minnesotan. He married a good Minnesotan girl, Jessica. Wonderful family, great dad, great husband, great follower of the way of Christ. Loves God, loves God's scripture, knows God's scripture. He's a great guy, and he's in the midst. My, my friend Chris, he's in the midst of a great battle against cancer. And you know what? This is a battle I trust God to, to win. I know Chris is tough enough for this battle. I know his faith is unwavering. I know God is able to do that which man cannot imagine. And I'll tell you what, Chris, I'm pulling for you. I'm praying for you, and you're going to sail through this surgery and this test will undoubtedly become your great testimony for God. Folks, if you want to give Chris an encouragement, uh, an encouraging note, if you will, let him know you prayed for him. If you're on Facebook, go to facebook.com backslash God and Country Radio and just put on there, hey, Chris, we're praying for you. C-H-R-I-S, we're praying for you. On Twitter... I'm at the Ninja Pastor, at the Ninja Pastor, or you can go to my website and leave a note there, theninjapastor.com. Listen, we stand strong in the scripture. We're together in the scripture. Remember, the title of this show is The Collision of Faith and Politics. In Isaiah 38, 16 through 20, Adonai, by these things people live, and in all, the, in all these is the life of my spirit. You are restoring my health and giving me life. 
though instead of peace I felt very bitter. You desired my life and preserved it from the nothingness pit, for you threw all my sins behind your back. Shaul cannot thank you. Death cannot praise you. Those descending to the pit cannot hope for your truth. The living, the living, they can thank you as I do today. Fathers will make their children know about your faithfulness. Adonai is ready to save me. Hence, we will make our stringed instruments sound all the days of our life in the house of Adonai. If you're a New Testament person, here's a little something for you. Romans 8.32, He who did not spare even his own son, but gave him up on behalf of us all, is it possible that, having given us his son, he would not give us everything else too? What then are we to say to those things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare even his own son, but gave him up on behalf of us all, is it possible that, Having given us his son, he would not give us everything else too. So who would bring a charge? You got that. That's verse 32 repeated for you. It's important to remember, folks. It's important to remember. You've got to remember. He didn't even spare his own son. But he gave his son, his son's life for us. And if he did that, how much... Does he care about us? So who will bring a charge against God's chosen people? Certainly not God. He is the one who causes them to be considered righteous. Who punishes them? Certainly not the Messiah, Yeshua, who died and more than that has been raised and is at the right hand of God and is actually pleading on our behalf. Who would separate us from the love of the Messiah? Trouble? Hardship? Persecution, hunger, poverty, danger, war. As the Tanakh puts it, for your sake we are being put to death all day long. We are considered sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are super conquerors through the one who has loved us. For I am convinced that neither life nor death, nor angels, nor other heavenly rulers, neither what exists nor what is coming, neither powers above nor powers below, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which comes to us through the Messiah, Yeshua, our Lord. Just last night, we do a, a thing uh, called Sundays with Dr. Sean. You can find the recordings here on blogtalkradio.com backslash the ninja pastor they're just entitled sundays with dr sean and as you might guess they're always on sunday so we just started a new study in james and so this is uh, ironic that this is happening no small irony i think from yaakov which is james in hebrew a slave of god and of the lord yeshua the messiah Yaakov was not only a slave of the Lord Yeshua, the Messiah, but also his brother, as well as the leader of the Messianic community in Jerusalem. Now, let me say this. That word slave is, is uh, being bandied about here is meaning something that it doesn't mean. It's meaning something that it doesn't mean. 
in scripture. People point back and they say, oh, you know, you can't believe scripture because they had slaves. Here it is, Yaakov, uh, James, the brother of Jesus the Messiah, made himself a slave of God and of his brother. So to the 12 tribes in the diaspora, shalom. The 12 tribes, by the way, refers to Jews and is not merely a metaphor for Christians, as some Christian commentators maintain. Not that the Gentile Christians were excluded from reading it, but that the leader of the Messianic Jewish community in Jerusalem, Yaakov, or James, the brother of Jesus, is addressing fellow Jewish believers in the diaspora outside of Israel. Regarded as all, regarded all as joy, my brothers, when you face various kinds of temptations, for you know that the testing of your trust produces perseverance. But let perseverance do its complete work so that you may be complete and whole, lacking in nothing. Now, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask and trust, doubting nothing. For the doubter is like a wave in the sea being tossed and driven by the wind. I have a saying, you've probably heard it here. I know if you've listened to our Sunday broadcast, you know that I say it a lot there. Hesitant faith is no faith at all. Listen, we've been told that uh, it is it is okay to have hesitant faith. It is that that's perfectly understandable. And it is understandable from the aspect that, look, you know, we all go through, we all through, we go through struggles in our faith. We have faith challenges. But the real reality here is that hesitant faith, if all of our faith is hesitant faith, well, then we have no faith at all. But let him ask and trust, doubting nothing, for the doubter is like a wave in the sea being tossed and driven by the wind. Folks, I know for a fact my buddy Chris and his wife Jessica and their family, they're not being tossed in the, like a wave in the sea. They believe that God's will will be done here. His perfect will will be done here. Indeed, that person should not think that he will receive anything from the Lord because he is double-minded unstable in all his ways. Look, today is the day. So listen, do that. I don't want you to just hear me say that and not do it. If you're on Facebook, go to facebook.com uh, backslash God and Country Radio and just put a little note on there for Chris, C-H-R-I-S, and pray for him. Don't just say you're going to pray for him, pray for him. And if you're on Twitter, go to you know my Twitter, I guess it's handle, is at the Ninja Pastor. I do read the tweets. Or go to my website, theninjapastor.com, and go to contact me and put that note in there. I'll see, see to it that Chris and his family get all these great things you're going to send our way. Look, today is the day that I speak the unvarnished truth about our condition. I don't care. You saw that list. White, black, Muslim, Jew, Christian, atheist, homosexual, heterosexual, political, apolitical, liberal, conservative. I'm talking to you. I am talking to you. And it's important that you know. You've got to know the truth. Folks, if you don't know the truth, 
You're just in a bad way. Hang with us. We'll be right back. We will be back with Dr. Sean, the Ninja Pastor, after these short messages. Hey, happy warriors. This is the Ninja Pastor here. Listen, keepers of the republic, people who care about the future of this country, if that's you, and you're not the you that just wants to talk about it, just do Facebook posts, just do Twitter, but, I mean, you really want to do something. You really want to make a difference. You're called a keeper of the republic. Our founders clearly detailed that we, the people, would keep our republic if we participated in our own governance. Self-governance, let me tell you what, requires education, participation, sacrifice, and determination in the belief that you can make a difference. Look, you've got to do something, but what is something? As I said, Facebook posts, they won't save the republic. Neither will rallies or voter drives. It goes way deeper. And if you truly want to do something of value that is also effective, the question is, are you willing? Listen, you can go to centerforselfgovernance.com or you can go to facebook.com backslash God and Country Radio. There's a link there uh, for the Center of Self-Governance. All you do is click there. While you're there at facebook.com backslash God and Country Radio, click on like and sign up. And you'll have all these links uh, immediately available to you. Super, super easy. And I can help arrange courses for you in the Northeast and elsewhere. you got to do it. You say, i got to do something. I want to do something. This is the something. This is the something really big. This is the secret sauce. you got to ask yourself some tough questions. Do you really have what it takes? Do you really have what it takes to help save this country? Do you really want to save the country? Have you given up already? Then here's the really, really tough question. Am I worth the blood and treasure already sacrificed for liberty and freedom? Am I worth the acres of crosses in Arlington, Virginia, and towns across America? Soldiers who gave everything, committed everything to our freedom. How do you do it? Go to my Facebook page, facebook.com backslash God and Country Radio, and then click on the link to this, Center for Self-Governance. It'll be right there. You want to do something? This is... Welcome back to The Collision of Faith and Politics. Here again is Dr. Sean. Hey folks in Delaware, Maryland, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Virginia and New Jersey, uh, we're going to be having, thank you for coming back with us, by the way, we're going to be having level one and level two Center for Self-Governance training here in Delaware, September 14th through the 18th. Those are our prospective dates. We want to fill those dates. We want to make sure that they are full up, as they say in Sussex County. We want them to be full up. Don't wait. Listen, you are the solution and these are your tools. I'm telling you, I've partnered with Center for Self-Governance for a reason. Um, I'm participating in their training just like you, and you'll not find better training. I'm telling you right now, you will not find better training. Now, the tough stuff. First, this is my message to only certain black people who listen to my show. And they read what I write, despite finding me objectionable and apparently despicable. This is especially to the young man, the young black man, Isaac, who threatened my life via someone I dearly love. As those of you who know me, that was a very unwise step. Uh, 
the one who is a professional victim despite his many blessings in life, Isaiah, the one who claims he is unsafe as a black man to even walk the streets because white police officers and just general random white people are just prowling, waiting for the opportunity to victimize him. If his and his other black victimists, I made that word up, by the way. You guys can write that down. You don't even have to quote me. You can just use it. It's such a good word. I just want to, I just want to uh, give that away to you and let you know that, um, you know, you don't, have to, you don't even have to quote me. You can just say victimist anytime you want. That's free of charge at no cost or obligation to you. So if his and his other black victimists are so aggrieved that they cannot walk the streets without fear of the police or other random white people beating them to death, how do we get to this point? If that is true, how did we get here? Look, if I stipulate, if I say, hey, you know what? Wow, that's terrible. My goodness. Well, I wouldn't call you a liar, even though the facts say you are. I'm going to agree with you. How did we get here? How did we get to the point where a young black man can't walk on the street without fear of white racist police officers and and, and white racist people, I guess all whites are racist. I'm, I'm guessing all whites are racist. That's, that's what I'm, I'm guessing. Apparently all whites are racist. Uh, no, uh, you can't argue with that. Taco Tony is saying, hey, you know, that's not true. No, apparently it is true because every time something happens involving a white person, it's clearly racism. Anything happens involving a black person, it's clearly not racism. If the white person is the victim and the perpetrator is black, not racism. If the black person is the, air quotes, victim and the perpetrator, air quotes, is white, victim. Look, if I'm going to agree with you that you just can't even walk the streets in this country without getting beaten up by racist white cops and racist white people, then I, got, I, I have to assume some things. First of all, the elected officials in most of the cities that we're talking about here, all the way up to the president of the United States, well, he's only half black, but are black. Even, even the attorney general is black. We had a black male, now we have a black female, first ever. You're getting everything you said you wanted. Having me some tea. It's not sweet tea. More like just sweet. If if you go all the way up to president from your local representatives, you'll find them to be black, liberal, and democrat. And if I'm to agree with you that yes, in fact, you cannot walk the streets because you're going to be beat up. Then the very people in charge, and look, you have a lot of police departments. They're run by black people, liberal and Democrat. If they are the people in charge and you elected them to office, then who should you be mad at? Apparently, the problem is the black liberal Democrats in charge. If I'm a thinking person, if I, if I know how to read apparently I do, otherwise I'm just winging it. 
if if I'm able to read and I understand and I can look around, I'm a thinking person. You know, I was taught how to think, to be a critical thinker. And if I'm doing it right, the problem are the black liberal Democrats in charge and the white liberals in charge. And you know what? If I am that person that I think I am with half a, half a brain, we should impeach them. We should remove them. Look, if I'm agreeing with you, we should remove them from office. All of them. We should remove them from office because the people and the policies that have gotten us to this place have been liberal policies. Democrat ideologies. So if we're going to have new realities for you, we should just go the opposite way in ideology and people in charge, right? You've got black liberals in charge. You've got white liberals in charge who are saying you can't even be trusted. You're too stupid to go get a, an ID to vote. No, no, we can't, we can't force anybody to tell us who they are. We can't do that. We can't force anybody to prove who they are. We can't do that. It's too difficult. That's voter intimidation. That's, that's, that's suppressing the vote. You all have heard that. Come on. This can't be new to you. Listen, your own people that you've elected are saying you're too stupid. Well, the reason we're not saying they're too stupid. See, that's a racist thing. We're No, no, no. What we're saying is, hear what we're saying? See, what we're saying is, is that, no, all the white people that were in charge before, see, before we got in, there's so many policies that are so inherently racist. There's no way. I mean, we're just fighting. We're fighting the good fight. I mean, yes, we've, we're lining our pockets and we have a lot of money and we don't actually, we're not actually living in, in the communities that that we are keeping suppressed. Um, and we're not sending our children to no, We're sending them to private school. Of course. Whew, what are you crazy? Look, if, if we're gonna if we're gonna create a new reality for you, Isaiah and Shanika, if we're gonna create a new reality for you, you know what? We gotta go the opposite way. We got to go the opposite way in ideology and people in charge. And let me say this to you conservatives out there that are pumping your fist saying, yeah, it's about time. Newsflash. We have a majority Congress, and apparently that doesn't matter. Isaiah and Shanika, you were unwise in the reading of my writing. You didn't pay attention. You didn't read it properly. Because what I wrote exposed Hillary Clinton's hero, Margaret Sanger. You know, she's the founder of Planned Parenthood. And what she said was something to the effect of the blacks are like weeds in need of extermination. That's why she founded Planned Parenthood. I highlighted the tragic irony that blacks follow liberals and yet liberals, Democrats, were behind slavery, fighting to keep slavery, and it was conservatives who brought about civil rights and that gun control was a liberal Democrat tool to rid free blacks of the opportunity to own guns and fight back. Let's do a quick history lesson. This will be fun. Why not? It's free of charge at no cost or obligation to you. Tell your friends they can get in on the free. 
Because let me tell you something, as one of my dearest friends tells me, truth has no color, baby. And let me, let me say this, that this is so true. I want passionate black men on my side. And you know what my side is? It's the side of truth. The only way you can know the truth and represent the truth and stand for truth and fight for truth is if you know the truth. Here's a quick history lesson. This is free of charge. Free of charge. Oh, here's another Margaret Sanger quote. This will be fun from, uh, from the Hill Grooves up in uh, PA. Women of the working class, especially wage workers, should not have more than two children at most. The average working man can support no more, and the average working woman can take care of no more in decent fashion. Nice lady. As the youngest of five. I'm the youngest of five. Nice lady. Nice lady. Apparently, everyone after number two, child, I just was another failure. So here's a quick history lesson. This is free of charge, no cost obligation to you. You do not get a free set of Ginsu knives. 13th Amendment, it abolished slavery. 100% Republican support. 23% Democrat support. Let me say that again. I don't want you to lose this. I don't want you to miss out on this truth. I don't want you to... Uh, you know, I know a lot of you are driving. I'm amazed at the statistics. That, uh, statistics say that uh, the majority of my listeners who listen live are listening on a smartphone. That's wild. I need to get an app, don't I? I don't know how much that is. It's a lot, I bet. And I pay for this show, so I don't I don't get uh, paid advertising. So, um Oh, by the way, if you do want to donate, if you believe in what I do, go to the ninjapastor.com and there's a donate thing there and it's a little thing I wrote and uh, and we put it right back into this. I'm not making a Lexus payment because I don't have a Lexus, I have a Ford. So the 13th Amendment abolished slavery and it had 100% Republican support. But guess what? It only had 23, not even a quarter of Democrat support. Just for fun, let's keep going because this has been a blast. The 14th Amendment gave citizenship to freed slaves. It made freed slaves citizens, legal citizens. In the United States of America. It gave the 14th Amendment, folks. He gave citizenship to freed slaves. Something seemingly so basic, something so natural, 94% Republican support. 94% Republican support. Zero Democrat support. We say it again. The amendment that gave citizenship to freed slaves, legal citizenship, the 14th Amendment, had 94% Republican support and 0% Democrat support. Isn't this fun? 
Isaiah and Shanika, I hope you're listening. You know, there's a guy, if you go to my, because my, my uh, Facebook is wide open. If you go to um, my Facebook and or you go to the God and Country radio page, you go to Sean Michael Greener uh, Facebook or the God and Country radio page, you'll find a little short video. I promise it'll be entertaining. You go to that. It's by Bill Whittle, W-H-I-T-T-L-E. Bill Whittle is amazing. And you can fact check him all day long. Little video to give you some history. Give you some history. It'll blow your mind. Isaac and Shanika, I want you to do it. I want you to do it. And don't hide behind, well, that's more racist propaganda. Just give it a listen. Very entertaining. It's very short. You don't need a long attention span for that. 15th Amendment, right to vote for all men, 100% Republican support, zero, big fat goose egg, Democrat support. The right to vote, now this is the same, same bunch of people that say that conservatives are suppressing the vote, that we don't want black people and Mexicans and, and everybody else to vote. You know what? We are a big fan if you are a citizen of this United States and you have half a brain, we want you to exercise your right to vote. 100% Republican support for the right to vote for all men. 0% Democrat support. Now, some of you think Obamacare, I'm going to lay this one on you. Some of you think Obamacare has been a rousing success because you read the Occupy Democrat Occupy Democracy or Occupy Democrat, whatever it is. I don't know what it is. Uh, stupid posts that go around where you put out the thing, make a cool little picture, and you say something that's totally untrue. And it's unsubstantiated by the data. It is, it is not in any way ruled by fact. Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, had 0% Republican support and 86% Democrat support. Now, supposedly that was for you, and supposedly we were going to have 15 million more people that didn't have insurance that are suddenly going to be on the, on the, uh, I don't want to say on the dole, but yeah, on the dole, but on insured roles. Apparently, Republicans don't like people to have health care. Apparently, that's if, that, if I'm understanding correctly, because, because, Isaiah and Shanika, you're going to be retorting to me. Well, see that Republicans don't support it because they don't want uh, they don't want people to have health care. They want poor people to have health care. They don't want black people to have health care. They just want us to die off of all the diseases that they give us all the time. Look, if that's true, if I stipulate to that, if I stipulate to you saying the reason I had zero percent Republican support and eighty-six percent Democrat support is because Republicans don't care about black people and poor people enough to insure them, then what do you say to the 0% Democrat support for citizenship for freed slaves? What do you say to the 15th Amendment, right to vote for all men, 100% Republican support, 0% Democrat support? Then what do you say to the 23% Democrat support for abolished slavery? The 13th Amendment abolished slavery, 100% Republican support, 23% Democrat. What do you say? 
Look, you're in college. I don't know how you got into college. I don't know if you're actually intelligent, but you're behaving ignorantly. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know your story. I don't know your story. I don't really care to know your story, to be honest with you, because you're so jaded in what you say. You're such a professional victim. You're such the aggrieved party that you're willing to threaten me through someone I dearly love. Here's a newsflash. I don't hide. I'm very public. I'm very public. I don't hide. Look, I want certain black people, especially the next generation of young black people, to wake up before it's too late. I want you to see who your real friends are, to see who's using them and how and why they're using you and how and why you need to stand up before it's too late. Look, apparently Democrats are not your friends because the 13th Amendment, the 14th Amendment, the 15th Amendment, Obamacare. Yeah, you say it's a rousing success. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you a little something about Obamacare. The care has plummeted in the quality. The waiting has expanded exponentially. The quality of care has plummeted. Doctors are leaving what they invested $350,000 in medical school and 11 years of their life to do. They're leaving in droves. Insurance companies are going out of business. They say, we can't sustain this. This is unsustainable. Look, I want you to see, folks, at the very least, Isaiah, I want you to see who your real friends are. I want you to see who's using you, who's playing you, and how you better stand up to it before it's too late. I'm going to ask you, is Planned Parenthood, you took great offense to me posting that picture of Margaret Sanger talking about black people or weeds that need to be exterminated. Hillary Clinton's friend, your friend, folks. Hillary Clinton enjoys a, a, a big band of support among black people. Why? Is Planned Parenthood your friend? I don't think it is. I don't think it is. And I'm going to tell you why here in a little bit. But you know what? My friend Kay and Ron Rivoli, they say it best in a song. Everything now is all about racism. It's all about racism. You are the professionally, Isaiah, I'm speaking directly to you and Shanika, professional victims. You want to stay that way the rest of your life or do you want to live better? one and all cause we are more divided now why Dr. King would be appalled if you don't agree with their policies or what they have to say well nine times out of ten my friend the racist cards they'll play racist 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 is the word if you want to hit the news why better stick that in your blurb this song will get two million hits, it's sad, but it is true. 
is the word. <laughs> You're never going to get this. Well, there you go. Kay Rivoli. Kay and Ron Rivoli. The Rivoli Review. Look them up. They're on my Facebook, God and Country Radio page. But that song, every word of that song is true. Now, I asked before playing that song, is Planned Parenthood your friend? Isaiah, Shanika, are they your friend? Are the liberal politicians your friend? The liberal de Democrat politicians, are they your friend? I just read an article. How dare you expose a Democratic constituency for murdering and dissecting unborn children and sling their organs? That's the message Democrats in the Obama Department of Justice is sending with their investigation into the Center for Medical Progress. That's the name of the group who, uh, who uncovered who shot that video of the of the executives from Planned Parenthood negotiating how much they would take for the organs of aborted babies. Now Isaiah and Shanika, just so you know, 82% of all of the aborted babies in Wilmington, where you live, are black. And I said in my post, the most dangerous place for a black person is in the womb of a black woman. Because 82% of the black babies conceived never live past the womb. Well, the Democrats in the Obama Department of Justice, they're sending their investigation into the Center for Medical Progress. The Center for Medical Progress, that's the group that released those ambush videos of Planned Parenthood executives negotiating to sell baby body parts last week. Democrats aren't happy because it shows them up for exactly what they are, butchers and enablers of butchers. While congressional committees investigate Planned Parenthood's practices, the Justice Department agreed to look into whether the group that released the Sting videos obtained the footage legally. In response to a request by House Democrats, Attorney General Loretta Lynch said Wednesday afternoon that Justice would review all the information and determine what the appropriate steps moving forward would be. Planned Parenthood has staunchly defended its practices and claims that the Center for Medical progress illegally obtained its footage then excessively edited it to misrepresent what the organization does no 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 that's nbc that's abc that's cnn that's who edits things let's be clear the truth doesn't matter because the truth hurts center executive director david diladen isn't phased. They will attack me and my organization all day long, but that does not change the facts about what our investigation has uncovered and what the American people now know. That Planned Parenthood is engaged in an enterprise-wide operation that traffics and sells baby body parts, he said in a statement. Isaiah, Shanika, baby body parts, 82% in the city of Wilmington alone. Black, baby Body parts. Do you think the moms profit from that? Do you think they get something for it? Do you think Planned Parenthood feels bad for them, you know, having to have another abortion? And they say, you know, we're going to give you some of the money we make off of this. No, they don't give them a dime. All liberal, all Democrat. 
Delayden said he knew he would be targeted long before they released the videos. You can expect to be reading about surprise IRS audits of him personally and of his organization. We've seen initial reports that the state of California is also going to investigate CMS. They're fine with butchering babies, folks. America, let me ask you, are you fine with butchering babies? Isaac, Isaiah, Shanika, are you fine with Planned Parenthood selling your community's baby's body parts for profit. Remember what I said, black folks in Wilmington, Delaware alone, it's reported that 82% of all black babies conceived never survive their mother's womb. Listen, this is not me speaking hate. This is me speaking the truth. And I'm speaking the truth on your behalf. You know why? Because someone needs to speak up for innocent black babies. And you know what? I would think that it would be the black community leaders who are shouting, Black Lives Matter. I would think they'd be stepping up, but they're not. While right under their nose, probably under their profit, a genocide is being perpetrated by Planned Parenthood with the funding of the United States taxpayer. Americans that pay taxes, are you okay with your tax dollars paying for this barbaric practice? Are you? Then why are you silent? If you're not okay with it, why are you silent? Why are you so politically correct? Why are you so calm and what seems to be ambivalent about Planned Parenthood murdering, baby crushing, organ stealing Planned Parenthood? Why don't you seem to mind that your money goes to pay for it? Look, I'm going to read you a list of 38 companies that have directly funded Planned Parenthood. Directly funded. They gave money specifically and directly to Planned Parenthood. Adobe. We all like this Adobe. Um, Adobe Acrobat and all that stuff so we can read certain things. Uh, this is, you know... Something almost every computer needs. In fact, I would say every computer needs. You say, oh, I don't support it. I, I don't support it. I'm against it. I did Facebook posts uh, about it. I showed baby the film of the baby and how old they are at 12 weeks. Yeah, I just today shared a video of, the, of a baby clapping to their mom and their daddy singing, no, I don't support it. I'm against it. Really? If you use a computer and you use Adobe products, you're supporting a company that directly funds Planned Parenthood. How about the American Cancer Society? Whoa, hey, whoa, 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 hey, whoa. Slow down, Slam Dancer. They're about saving lives. Really? Are they really? Somebody tell me what exactly they're doing to save lives. Are they really helping with cancer research? Because the numbers don't show that. And the fact that they take money in from people giving them money and then send it back out to people who murder and crush 
babies and steal their organs and sell them for profit. That does not sound like they're trying to save lives to me. And yet, you have your little thing at work, your United Way little giving cooperative thing, and you just mark your little thing down there, and, well, American Cancer Society, that sounds good. Yeah, I'll support that. I hate cancer. Look, I got, I got several friends who have cancer. I'm against cancer, too. You ever know anybody that's for cancer? Come on, for Pete's sake. Everybody's against cancer. Nobody supports cancer. How about American Express, folks? I have an American Express card in my pocket, and I'm, and I'm working out how I'm going to address this with American Express. Why are they doing it? Why are they funding Planned Parenthood? I say get on the phone and call them. Call their national headquarters. Call their public information office and say, tell me why you're funding American Express. Tell, American Express, tell me why you're funding Planned Parenthood. Why are you funding the crushing of babies and the stealing of their organs and selling them for profit? Why are you for that? You use a telephone, cell phone? You use internet, AT&T? Somebody tell me what AT&T has to do with killing babies. Somebody tell me why they would ever be involved in that. Somebody tell me why. This next one's going to shock you. It's, it's going to shock you, folks. It's going to shock you all about the empowerment of women making their way on their own, creating a positive destiny for women, giving women control over their own lives, both financially and personally and professionally. Avon. Ding dong. Avon calling. Avon contributed directly. Directly to the baby crushers, to the organ stealers at Planned Parenthood. Well, you do some banking. How about Bank of America? Tell me why a bank is giving money to Planned Parenthood. Tell me why. Oh, mean, awful banks. Yeah, it's mean, awful banks. That's, that's right. Why? Why are, they, why are they directly funding Planned Parenthood? They and your tax dollars fund Planned Parenthood. Here's one for you. I can't understand it for any. I can't understand it. I don't understand this one at all. Bath and Body Works. They sell bath stuff. They sell lotions and smelly things and all that. 96% of their clients are women. And they're advocating the crushing of babies and stealing their organs so that Planned Parenthood can profit. 
This next one doesn't surprise me at all. They're whack jobs, Ben and Jerry's. If you eat Ben and Jerry's ice cream, you're supporting what they do. They are wildly and radically liberal. They support post-birth abortion. That's right, born. You want to have, eh, I'm not so clear on this child. I'm, I don't want to have it. They, are, they are support post-birth abortion. So does your president, by the way. The president of the United States, he supports that. Clorox bleach, Converse tennis shoes, Deutsche Bank, Dockers. We all wear those, right? We wear Dockers shoes. We wear Dockers pants. We wear Dockers shirts. We use batteries in the stuff that we that we use. Battery powered stuff. How about Energizer? Energizer batteries. They support Planned Parenthood. They support the crushing of babies' bodies, aborted, carefully done, so that we can harvest those ever-so-profitable hearts and lungs of babies that Planned Parenthood profits from. Expedia, you book a trip, you use Expedia, how about when you go on that trip, you get your gas at ExxonMobil? Hey, you're going to refinance your house? You're going to do some financial stuff? How about Fannie Mae? Oh, you know what? I'd like to save some money. I'm going to get on the internet, and I'm going to look up Groupon, because I want to go out to dinner, have a great steak. I want to have a great steak. You know what's amazing? The Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones, supports Planned Parenthood financially. Camp Fire Girls supports Planned Parenthood. The Dr. Phil Foundation supports Planned Parenthood. Girls Inc., Girl Scouts, Kiwanis Clubs, Human Rights Watch, The March of Dimes, folks. Rotary Clubs, the Susan G. Komen Breast Cancer Foundation. You know all the pink that they wear? You know all the pink they wear in, in, uh, in the NFL, and usually it's in October? Yeah. Yeah. They give your money that you give to them to Planned Parenthood so Planned Parenthood can profit on crushing babies in vitro and stealing their organs and selling them for profit. How about Time Warner? How about Unilever? How about Cigna? How about Walt Disney, folks? Oh, they're all good. Walt Disney, they do such nice things. How about Whole Foods Market? I know that's going to crush some of my friends. Whole Foods directly funds Planned Parenthood. Nationwide insurance. Why in the world would an insurer fund Planned Parenthood. Johnson & Johnson, why? Levi Strauss Jeans, why? Liberty Mutual Insurance, why? Macy's, why? Microsoft, why? Morgan Stanley, why? Nike Shoes, why? Oracle Computer Company, why? PepsiCo, 
Why? Pfizer. Why? Progressive insurance doesn't surprise me. He's a raging liberal. Starbucks doesn't surprise me. Raging liberal. Tostitos, Unilever, United Way, Verizon, Wells Fargo. I'm sad to say there are a lot. For instance, do you eat at Olive Garden, Red Lobster, Darden Restaurants? They directly support them eBay, PayPal, directly support, sends money to Planned Parenthood. You like your sleep number bed, right? That's great. Dial it up because they're sending their money. This crushes me. Southwest Airlines, JetBlue, all the others under the Southwest, they do as well. Starwood Hotels, Aloft, Element, Four Point, Meridian, Sheridan, St. Regis, Weston, Wells Fargo Bank, Comic Relief, Eagles Clubs, Elks Clubs, Elton John, The AIDS Foundation, Red Cross, AARP, the Juvenile Diabetes Foundation, Kiwanis Clubs, I said that, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, Lions Clubs, the Michael J. Fox Foundation. The Muscular Dystrophy Association, you know when you give all that money to MDA, guess what? They take some of it and they send it to Planned Parenthood so that they can crush babies carefully so that they can retrieve and sell for their profit innocent babies' organs. The Parkinson's Disease Foundation, the Paralyzed Veterans of America, the Ronald McDonald House, One of them on here uh, is Salvation Army. I have a list here. I, I did fact check that, and they have affirmed aggressively that they do not, in fact, give a dime to Planned Parenthood. Uh, but the YMCA or the YWCA or just the Y, they give. Sierra Club, they give. You know, uh, one of my dear friends just told me, you know, if you're supporting abortion, that means you're supporting women. And women like abortion, clearly. You know what it goes to? Do you know what all these body parts go to, folks? They go to, they go to stem cell research, and, they, and, and we're, we, we have been inundated with data that tells us that the placental stem cell is the only one that's ever been actually proven to help any of these things. But you know what else it goes to? Face cream to help you keep from getting wrinkles. That's what they put. Stem cells. Ground up baby parts. So your face can be smooth and young looking. You know, the story originally listed 41 companies, but following the publication, three of them contacted the Daily Signal, who put out the first and most accurate list, um, to say, hey, your list is inaccurate. Xerox was on the list. Says, hey, we do not give to Planned Parenthood. We do not give to Planned Parenthood. We never have. It is incorrect. So they removed it. Ford Motor Company, at first, I was really mad. I own two Ford vehicles. I was very angry. I said, oh, no, no, no. By the way, here's an irony. Save the Children, the organization Save the Children, they also give money. Save the Children after we kill them first? <coughs> Come on, folks. Are you listening? 
Ford Motor Company said, uh, one of the representatives contacted Daily Signal said that they were erroneously listed on Planned Parenthood's website, that they have contacted Planned Parenthood to make sure that they're removed. <coughs> Coca-Cola, also removed. Coca-Cola Company does not contribute to the Planned Parenthood. A representative told Daily Signal, we do not match employee contributions to Planned Parenthood. So when an employee makes a contribution, they don't match it. I like that. I don't drink soda, but I do like that Coca-Cola stood up for that. Now, what does this have to do with black people? Do you remember me saying 82%? 82%. Folks, that's not my number. That's their number. 82% of black children in the city, the small, dangerous city of Wilmington, Delaware, where you know it's a place to be somebody is their, is their little motto. But I change it to say it's a place to be shot by somebody or a place to be aborted by somebody. 82% never survived the womb. Why do I, the ninja pastor, want black people to wake up? Why? Is it altruism? I mean, is it too late for black people? Or do you want to know and live the truth in your life? What kind of life do you want your generations to follow? If indeed you have black pride, I see all these things about black pride. Proud black man, proud black woman. If you have all the pride you say you have, and, and you want to have proud black generations, then I submit to you that something serious has to change in your thinking. Who you hold up as heroes to your communities has to change. One of the posters uh, kind of piling on me um, after after my post, uh, Isaiah and Shanika got them all plugged in to the hate, even though it seems they are too stupid to understand. Maybe they are too stupid to get driver's license and vote. Maybe they are. Maybe, maybe the liberal Democrat is right about you, just you specifically. But they responded. One of them said, yeah, well, if that number is true, which I doubt it is, uh, those most likely would have been very poor children born into very poor families without much opportunity. So what? You kill them? Here's a newsflash. We give you free condoms. We give you free uh, those more those, um, plants. We give you free of those. You don't have to pay a dime. There's no reason for you to pregnant. Here's a wild idea. How about you stop having sex? Well, that's impossible. That's not even reasonable. Do you think do you think that abortion come on black community do you think abortion has no impact on your community who are you holding up as heroes to your communities who are the, who are these people Sharpton Jackson the mayor of Baltimore for Pete's sake Obama the new attorney general come on and yet and yet a Supreme Court justice well he can't he can't be you know he he's not a hero Frederick Douglass he was a Republican Frederick Douglass a conservative Republican you can't hold him up 
Well, because he sold out. I know why. See, this is the thing. I know the answer here. I know why Margaret Sanger wanted black people to have easy, cheap, taxpayer-subsidized abortions of innocent black children. I know why. I know the answer. Do you know the answer? Shanika, Isaiah, do you know the answer? If you're listening, I dared you to listen. If you're still listening, you don't want to know the truth. I'll tell you why Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, the hero of Hillary Clinton, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why she wanted black people to have easy, cheap, taxpayer-subsidized abortions of innocent black babies. She didn't like black people. She didn't care for you. She wanted to exterminate an entire generation of black people. And you know what? At this rate, the number of innocent black babies that are being aborted, she has had success. Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, she's had success. The hero of Hillary Clinton, she's had success. And yet you march with Hillary Clinton. And yet you stand behind Hillary Clinton and say, she's for us. And you know what? Name all the other white liberals you now march with. They're the same as Hillary Clinton. They're the same as her hero, Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood. Remember what she said, Isaiah? Shanika, black people are like weeds which need to be exterminated. Why do I, the ninja pastor, want black people to wake up? It's not altruism. It's not altruism. Unlike liberals, I'm not pretending or feigning altruism as a cloak for the pursuit of power and money. I don't get anything from this. You know what I get from this? Death threats. I get many death threats every week. I get 10,000 emails a, a week after Monday. I have 41,000, almost 42,000 unread emails. I try like the Dickens to get through them as best I can. And I apologize if you've emailed me. The best way to get me is through the website, theninjapastor.com, or through Facebook Messenger. Um, that's a great way. Direct message me on Twitter, at the Ninja Pastor. Those are the best ways. Look, it's not altruism here. I'm not pretending altruism. I'm not pretending anything so that I can get power and money. No, if black people understand and realize the truth about the people and white liberal policies that they're, they're ruining your lives, they're ruining your family, they're ruining your prospects for the future, and they'll seek to change. Look, if you come to realize this, you will turn around and you'll change those policies that those liberal white and black politicians have foisted upon you. And they've convinced you you can't make it without them. That they're fighting for you. We want health care access. We want voter access. We want women to have access to health care. You know what that is? We want you to be able to get all the abortions you want. My buddy, uh, Mr. Hillgrove, sent me this, and it's... Um, who was Margaret Sanger and what she got to do with my life? It's regarding the Negro Project. This is what he in 1939. The objective of the project was to infiltrate the black community by presenting birth control as a health option for women to kill off the black race. Kill them off by limiting the growth and the population by abortion and sterilization. They knew that some blacks would figure out their sinister plot, so it was also decided 
by Sanger to take the plan to the clergy and charismatic members of the black community to have them deliver the death message to their congregations. As of today, abortion has successfully killed more than 17 million black babies since 1973. Abortion providers are being located for the most part in black neighborhoods and are still delivering the same old message that if we are black, poor, living in urban areas, we are not worthy of life. Amen, brother. Thank you. Now, here's the thing, folks. Isaiah and Shanika, who's your friend here? Is it me who's telling you the truth? I'm giving you the path out. I'm telling you, you don't have to live like this. Or, or is it the people that are constantly bombarding the black community with you've got to elect us because you're too stupid to get a driver's license or a record ID card so you can vote? You're too dumb for that. You can't possibly get a good education because you're black and nobody will give you a good education because you're black. Look, black community, stop electing people who think you're that stupid. If you want to truly be free, you will start electing representatives that will change those agendas because they are failed agendas. Don't believe me, Isaiah and Shanika? How about Baltimore? How about Detroit? How about Trenton? How about Camden, New Jersey? How about Philadelphia, Pennsylvania? How about New York City? How about Chicago? Let me, let me just go to New York City. I was just in New York City last weekend, had a blast. Uh, but let me tell you something. I have dear friends, wonderful friends who are probably listening, who are professionals who live and work for the most part in New York City. And they tell me very clearly, look, none of us were any friend of Bloomberg. The guy was a raving lunatic, but he kept the city much safer. He supported his police by and large. This guy, de Blasio, the, the, the uh, admitted communist, the people you you elected New York City, you elected him. Garbage is piling up. The smell is terrible. Services are, are lacking. The police are not supported. Police are getting killed. The murder rate, the violence rate, violent crime rate is up 48% in New York City alone. Chicago. There are more black deaths at the hands of black people in Chicago than there are all year. In one week, there are more black deaths at the hands of black people in one week than there are in an entire year at the hands of police officers, whether white or black. These are all communities run by blacks, run by liberals, and run by people who most assuredly do not have your community, your community's best interest at heart. They don't have it, folks. Shanika and Isaiah, they don't have your best interest at heart. They don't care about you. And you want to know the truth? They never did. They never did. They never did. Why don't the liberal black politicians and the liberal white politicians and community organizers, why don't they tell you the truth? Why don't they? It seems so simple. Because they will know the truth and it will set all of you 
free. In fact, all of us free. And the truth will remove those liars from power. Power and influence and control, that's all they want over you. And they have it. Why? Not because I gave it to them, but because you did. some great people that you could get behind. You could get behind Alan West. Oh, no, he's an Uncle Tom. He's a sellout. You could get behind Justice Thomas. Oh, no, he's a sellout. He's a sellout. Oh, and he's a, he is a, um, he is a, uh, what do you call it? A, um, uh, not sexual abuser. Well, I guess a sexual harasser. Because Miss Anita, she said that he did, even though nobody else ever said he did. And he was on for, what, three weeks on mainstream television, having to defend himself against something that clearly and obviously was not true. Clearly and obviously not true. For my security team, just be advised their blue Mustang sitting right out in front of my house, been sitting there a little bit. Now they're driving away. Good. Believe it or not, people want to cause me trouble. Why? Because I'm speaking the truth. They don't like it. They don't like it. That was the third or fourth time they came down. They stopped and they parked in the same place. We don't play here, by the way. You want to mess with us? We'll mess with you. Do your worst and we'll do worse. Why don't the black liberal politicians and the white liberal politicians and these community organizers, why don't they tell you the truth? Why don't you support people like Alan West? Why don't you support, I mean, Supreme Court justice, folks, you don't have any better than that. Why don't they? Because they don't want you to have the power. They don't want you to have the power. They don't want you to say, hey, here's somebody with an intact family. Here's somebody that didn't have three or four babies, which it's the average in the black community, in the urban community. The average is three out of wedlock by separate fathers' babies. That's your statistic, folks. I'm taking it from you. Why not support the ones that are successful in business, successful in the military, successful in their communities, successful in marriage? Why not support them? You're under the thumb of black liberals and white liberals who want nothing but to take from you. I'm telling you, black community, you do this. You do what I'm telling you to do. You, you stop ceding your control and your power and your freedom, you stop doing that. And you might well be rescuing our country, not my country. I saw a lot of video of, of black people burning the flag, not just the Confederate flag, even though they're burning, they didn't even know the story behind it. I saw a video of, of black people digging up Confederate graves, which, by the way, is a federal crime, and yet they haven't been arrested. They're on video, folks. We know who they are.
Look, if you want to save this country, you got to start thinking of the United States as your country. If you don't like how it is, help change it. Center for Self-Governance. I expect 50 black people to be sitting in the audience, pay your $50, sit in the audience, and take level one of Center for Self-Governance. Do it. Get it done. Stop talking smack. You don't even know what you're talking about when you say things like, I can't even go outside or I'll get shot. Look, if that were the case, there'd be no black people left. If it's really true that you can't go outside because white people are just waiting around every dark corner to shoot you, there'd be none of you left. What are you really good at hiding? Do you leave the house in white face? Is that how you how you avoid getting shot? Do you dress white? Which, by the way, is how I dress because I have no style. Look, I'm bringing this up to you because it's our country, not just your community, not just your one issue. Our country is in dire trouble. In much the same way, my goal in exposing radical Muslim agendas is not to hate. It's not to be controversial for controversy's sake. People have people, I have people following me. I have people who articulate very clear death threats. I don't do this just to be controversial. Folks, I don't get paid to do this. I'm not making money doing this. I'm spending money doing this. By the way, if you believe in what I'm doing, you want to support it totally, privately, and anonymously, theninjapastor.com, theninjapastor.com. Click on the donate button. There's a little story there telling you what we'll do with the money. We put it all 100% back into the ministry. Look, these are barefoot in the snow days, and you have to know, look, I do this. I tell you these things to illustrate to you who the real enemy is, who the enemy really is, so that you can wake up with me as a nation, and you can help us protect ourselves. We're in barefoot in the snow days. These are barefoot in the snow days. We're walking around, and there's 11 inches the snow ground and we are barefoot the battle has been raging and we have been asleep we have been asleep today i also want to talk to directly to the fearful messianic christians and jews look we know from scripture we know from Scripture, which I will tell you I trust implicitly how this is going to end. We know things will get rough, really, really rough. On who are you standing? I want you to listen to these lyrics, and then I want to read you a Scripture. Stay with me.
Glory to God. That's the truth, folks. All other ground is sinking sand. Look, we know from Scripture, which I trust implicitly, how this will end. We know things will get rough. We know they'll get really, really rough. And Christians, don't be sitting there. Messianic Jews, don't be sitting there thinking that they won't because you're a Christian. You're somehow going to be protected. By the way, let me just say this. Thank you to all the people who are flooding the uh, Facebook page and Twitter with your prayer requests for Chris Cahalan and his wife, Jessica, and their whole family for the health and healing of, of Chris. He's a good guy, really super good guy. And if anyone ever deserved your prayers, he does. And uh, so keep them coming. Keep praying. And one other thing, my buddy Bob, Billy Bob, Runaway Slave. It's a 2012 movie. My buddy, uh, Reverend C.L. Bryant, a black man who used to be liberal, used to be a liberal Democrat. This movie, I'm, you've got to see it. It'll make you cry. Runaway Slave. He shows how people can break free from a form of really what is modern-day slavery caused by relying on welfare. It's powerful, and it's amazing. Revelation 12, uh, verse 7. There was a battle in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back, but it was not strong enough to win so that there was no longer any place for them in heaven. The great dragon was thrown out. That ancient serpent, also known as the devil and Satan, the adversary, the deceiver of the, deceiver of the whole world, he was hurled down to earth, and his angels were hurled down with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now have come God's victory, power, and kingship, and the authority of his Messiah, because the accuser of our brothers, who accuses them day and night before God, has been thrown out. They defeated him because of the Lamb's blood, because of the message of their witness. Even when facing death, they did not cling to life. Folks, why are we so afraid to call it like it is? Why are we so afraid to say the truth? Why do we so quickly succumb correctness? Political correctness is absolutely the tool of the left, folks. Why do we do it? Why do we do it? You know, when we succumb to political correctness, we make ourselves as afraid of the truth as the left. Did you know that? Did you know that? That when you speak using terms that the left chooses for you, like choice, I'm pro-choice. No, you're pro-abortion. You're agreeing. To them. People ask me all the time, even in the Christian community, they say, why didn't those bakers just make the darn cake? All this hubbub. They wouldn't be facing all these fines, losing their home, losing their business. Why? Why didn't they just make the cake? Who cares? They're not going to change anything. Why not just make the darn cake? Because they stand on the truth. Because they weren't going to be politically correct. Doesn't mean they weren't nice, folks. Understand. Doesn't mean they weren't nice. They were very nice. Even the even the lesbian cup brought the suit. They said, "Oh yeah, they were very nice. They they didn't make fun of us. They didn't none of that." It isn't about equality. We should be without fear, folks, because we know according to Revelation how it ends.
We, sh we, we should be without fear because we know how this story ends. Look, I don't care if you're white, you're black, you're Muslim, you're Jew, you're Christian, you're atheist, you're homosexual, heterosexual, political, apical, liberal or conservative. I'm talking to you here. The truth is the only thing that will set us free. What will not set us free, my friends, is political correctness and lies. Political correctness and lies. Thank you. I'm, I'm looking. You guys are so amazing with your... I'm just, I'm touched by this. All of, all of your, it's one, one person posted, I said a prayer for you today that God would touch you with his healing hand and give you the comfort and peace you need to get through. Chris, we are praying for you. God bless. That's awesome. So many comments here. Keep them coming. Listen, that lifts people up when they're struggling. That lifts people up when they're struggling. How powerful. Folks, let's take a minute and let's talk about guns. You say, what does that have to do with black people? What does that have to do with the black, uh, the modern enslavement? Listen, folks, if you've been listening, I hope you get the point that it, is, it isn't us enslaving black people. It isn't us. It isn't us. Let's let's just talk a minute about guns. Let me let me tell you what the Second Amendment is actually all about, because you're being you're being led to believe. You are absolutely being led to believe. Oh, this is great. Uh, uh, my buddy Bob reminds me, silence in the face of evil is itself evil. God will not hold us guiltless. Not to speak is to speak. Not to act is to act. Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Amen. Amen. Look, the Second Amendment, there's nine things you might not know about the Second Amendment. I'm going to give them to you here. We only have 25 minutes left. Time sure does fly. I can't believe this show is two hours. I haven't even gotten warmed up yet. The Constitution does not grant or create rights. It recognizes and protects rights that inherently exist. This is why the founders used the word inalienable. Previously in the Declaration of Independence, these rights cannot be created or taken away. In D.C. versus Heller, the Supreme Court decision that said the Second Amendment codified a pre-existing right. The very text of the Second Amendment implicitly recognizes the pre-existence of that right and declares only that it shall not be infringed. This is not a right granted by the Constitution. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. The Second Amendment protects individual 
not collective rights. That's number two under the nine things you might not know. And black folk, let me tell you, this applies to you. You're going to be stunned to hear why the NRA was formed. It wasn't about a bunch of white people. It was about protecting black people's access to their Second Amendment rights. The Second Amendment protects individual, not collective rights. The use of the word militia has created some confusion in modern times because we don't understand the language as it was used at the time the Constitution was written. Little things don't mean a lot. Say it with me. Little things mean everything, including the vernacular and the worldview and the culture in context at the time. However, the Supreme Court decision states in context, it was clearly an individual right. The operative clause of the Second Amendment is the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, which is used three times in the Bill of Rights. The court explains that all three of these instances unambiguously refer to individual rights, not collective rights, or rights that may be exercised only through participating in some corporate body, adding nowhere else in the Constitution does a right attributed to the people refer to anything other than an individual right. Folks, don't miss that. Nowhere else in the Constitution does a right attributed to the people refer to anything other than an individual right. The left will tell you the people that want to disarm you, and I'm not talking about arming the thugs on the streets of our cities. I'm not talking about that, folks. I'm talking because, listen, they've proven they're going to get guns no matter what we do, no matter what we say. No matter what we do, no matter what we say, they're going to get guns until they're stopped by a good, trained person with a gun. Nowhere else in the Constitution does a right attributed to the people refer to anything other than an individual right. Individual right. The left wants to take away your right to own and carry a firearm because they want to take away your freedom and your power to stop them from what they do. But mysteriously, they flip the rules as they go. That's the left's way. That's the liberal way. Number three, every citizen is the militia. Look, to further clarify the use of the word militia, the court states the ordinary definition of the militia as all able-bodied men. Today, we would say it is all citizens, not necessarily just men. The court explains keep arms was simply a common way of referring to possessing arms in their vernacular for militiamen and everyone else. Since militia is all of us, it doesn't mean only carrying a weapon as an organized military unit. It was clearly an individual right having nothing whatsoever to do with service in a militia. Let me say this. The left will say, but they didn't have uh, magazines that carry 15 rounds. They didn't have semi-automatic handguns that carry 20 rounds. They didn't have rifles that carry magazines that'll hold 30 rounds. They didn't have that. They didn't have the power, the awesome firepower that we have today. They didn't have bazookas. They didn't have grenades. They didn't have all those things. 
So it doesn't apply. That's outdated. This is outdated. You know what? I'm going to tell you something. Those racist, racist white people that, that the left keeps bemoaning, they knew what was coming for this country. They knew that we would have to vigorously defend our freedom. They knew that. So they tell you, no, it's, it's the army. It's talking about the army here. It's talking about the military. It's, it's not talking about individuals. Wrong answer. And, and all of the ancient churches, the old churches from colonial times, there were little nicks in the wall, all, all about the same height. You know what those nicks in the wall were from? They were from the front sight, the little ball on the front sight of the muskets, of the rifles, of the guns that get leaned up against the walls. the people come into church. The Black Robe Regiment, baby, and I'm a part of it. Everybody had weapons. Everybody knew how to use weapons, and everybody carried weapons. Number four, personal self-defense with only 19 minutes to go. Personal self-defense is the primary purpose of the Second Amendment. We often hear politicians talk about their strong commitment to the Second Amendment while simultaneously mentioning hunting. Although hunting, folks, I'm a hunter. It's a legitimate purpose for firearms. It isn't the primary purpose for the Second Amendment. The court states the core lawful purpose is self-defense, explaining the founders understood the right to enable individuals to defend themselves, the right to self-preservation as permitting a citizen to repel force by force. When intervention of society, when the intervention of society in his behalf may be too late to prevent an injury, they conclude the inherent right of self-defense has been central to the Second Amendment right. Folks, you know what stops a bad guy with a gun? A whole bunch of good guys with a gun. You know what reduces the chance of bad guys with a gun? Knowing there are no, no guns here, gun-free zones. Signs hanging on businesses. When they know that, hey, if I break into this house, guess what? I might get shot. Hey, I'm not going to carjack this car. You know why? Because that person who is just going to and coming from work probably has a gun, and they probably know how to use it, and they'll use it on me. What stops crime? good guys, and good ladies with guns. There's no interest balancing. This is number five. No interest balancing approach to the Second Amendment. Interesting, interest balancing means we balance a right with other interests. The court notes that we don't interpret rights this way, stating we know of no other enumerated constitutional right whose core protection has been subjected to a freestanding interest balancing approach. The very enumeration of the right takes out of the hand of government the power to decide on a case-by-case -case basis whether the right is really worth insisting upon. A constitutional guarantee subject to future judges' assessments of its usefulness is no constitutional guarantee at all. This doesn't mean that it is unlimited. The same as all rights, more on that in a little bit. However, the court states that even though gun violence is a problem, to be taken seriously, the enshrinement of constitutional rights exists necessarily to take 
certain policy choices off the table. Number six, the Second Amendment exists to prevent tyranny. Folks, it isn't about hunting. It isn't about target shooting. It isn't about sports shooting. It exists to prevent tyranny. Look, you've probably heard this. It's listed because this is one of those things about the Second Amendment that many people think is made up. In truth, this isn't made up. The court explains that in order to keep the nation free, security of a free state, quote unquote, then the people need arms. When the able-bodied men of a nation are trained in arms and are organized, they are better able to resist tyranny. The court states that the founders noted that history showed that the way tyrants had eliminated a militia consisting of all the able-bodied men was not by banning the militia, but simply by taking away the people's arms, enabling a select militia or a standing army to suppress political opponents. At the time of ratification, there was a real fear that government could become oppressive. During the 1788 ratification debates, the fear that the federal government would disarm the people in order to impose rule through a standing army or select militia was pervasive. The response to that concern was to codify the citizens' militia right to arms in the Constitution. Let's go to number seven, with only 15 minutes left. The Second Amendment was also meant as a provision to repel a foreign army invasion. You may find this one comical, but it's in there. The court notes that many reasons for the militia, one of the many reasons for the militia to ensure a free state was it is useful in repelling invasions. This vision like tyranny isn't an everyday occurring use of the right, more like a once in a century, if that kind of provision. A popular myth from World War II holds that a Socorro Yamamoto, commander-in-chief of the Imperial Japanese Navy, allegedly said, you cannot invade the mainland United States. There will be a rifle behind every blade of grass. While there's no evidence of him saying this, there was a concern that Japan might invade during World War II. Japan did invade Alaska, did you know that, which was a United States territory at the time. And even today on the West Coast, there are still in gun embankments, also on the East Coast, from that era. Now mostly parks, like Cape and Lobin State Park in Lewis, Delaware. The fact that there are over 310 million firearms in the United States as of 200, 2009, making a foreign invasion success like, like, less likely, that end the United States military is arguably the strongest in the world. Now, I would say I differ from that. I differ from that. I, I don't believe that statement anymore. I've changed my mind on that. Because our military has something called, uh, and, and it's it, rules of engagement drive me crazy. War is war, and it should be treated as such. War is war, and it should be treated as such. You heard it said, war is hell. In order to win, you got to be tougher. You got to kill more of them than they kill of you, and you got to do it faster. Folks, at this time in this country, we are giving Iran nuclear power. We're giving them billions of dollars in nuclear power. The president should be arrested. And everyone involved with this deal should be arrested for treason because they are giving aid and comfort to the enemy. The enemy, even as of today, is saying death to Israel, death to America. The Second Amendment protects weapons in common use at the time. The right to keep and bear arms isn't unlimited. Like most rights, the right secured by the Second Amendment is not unlimited. 
The court held, upheld restrictions like the prohibition of arms by felons and the mentally ill and carrying in certain prohibited places like schools and courthouses, of which I disagree. I think that people should, if they are legal to carry a gun, should be able to carry a gun. I absolutely disagree. Schools, I believe, would be a much safer place if good people were allowed to carry guns. That's why the bad guys target schools. And now, of course, churches and theaters because they are gun-free zones. What is protected are weapons in common use at the time. This doesn't mean weapons in common use at that time. It means common use in the time, meaning that the 18th century, what was common then? The court said that the idea um, that it would is frivolous, and the Second Amendment extends prima facie to all instruments that constitute bearable arms, even those that were not in existence at the time of the founding. The court's criteria excludes popular weapons, uh, weapons in popular widespread use that are overwhelmingly chosen by American society. And the most popular weapon chosen by Americans. Folks, here's the thing, the AR-15, you know, ooh, it's an assault rifle. Well, it, it's an, of course it's an assault rifle. It, it says it right in the name, AR. No, it doesn't stand for assault rifle, idiot. It stands for Armalite. Armalite, the company that made it originally. It's the most popular long gun in the country. Newsflash. If more good people would have comfort and skill in arms with that weapon and a good handgun alone, you would see crime plummet. You would see violence plummet. If you see a gun barrel poke out of the uh, window as, as the, the gangbangers are shooting up the streets, you would see barrels come out those windows of good people. And some of those people will be shut down right then and right there. Right then and right there. Not in our town. If you think it's up to the police to protect you, you've got another thing coming. I was one. It ain't. It ain't up to them. It's up to you. Good people with guns makes for a peaceful society. The Second Amendment, this is the ninth one. The Second Amendment, we only have nine minutes left. We probably won't even make it that far. The Second Amendment might require full-blown military arms to fulfill the original intent. The court didn't rule specifically on this in D.C. versus Heller. And by the way, do you know who argued D.C. versus Heller? You have any idea? Let's put it out there. Yes? Anybody? 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 Bueller? 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 Anybody? Any guesses? That's right. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Successfully. The conception of the militia at the time of the Second Amendment's ratification was the body of all citizens capable of military service who would bring the sorts of lawful weapons that they possessed at home to militia duty. It may well be true today that a militia, to be effective as militias as in the 18th century, would require sophisticated arms that are highly unusual in society at large. They further added that the, the fact that modern developments in modern weaponry have limited the degree of fit between the prefatory clause and the protected right cannot change our interpretation of that right. A full ruling has not been made, and this was not in the scope of the court that was uh, in T versus Howard. They were not asked to rule on us, but they left the door open to future ruling. You want to know who doesn't 
who right now are having their Second Amendment rights stripped? Returning combat soldiers. They're already having their Second Amendment rights stripped from them. You know who else? People on Social Security Disability, SSDI. They're now in the crosshairs of this administration and the left. What do they do? They put unprecedented numbers of people on Social Security Disability Income, and now they seek to strip them of their Second Amendment rights. You own a gun? You have a gun in your home? This is what you should know. Hey, listeners, let me tell you something really quick. Listen, if you own a gun, not even if you carry a gun, not even if you have a concealed carry permit, but if you own a gun, you need to listen up. You need to get a pen, you need to get paper, something. You need to click into your notes in your smartphone and, and take this number down. First of all, the first number is 20630. Don't worry, I'll repeat it. 20630. Listen, you have the right to defend yourself and your loved ones and your home. All of that stuff is true. You know it is. But the moment you pull the trigger or pull your gun, you are at risk for devastating legal and financial consequences. You know, you can be arrested. You can be jailed. You can be sued. You can be fired. You can be bankrupted. Even when you've legally and justifiably used a gun in self-defense. So you don't have to let this happen to you. Just call Second Call Defense. That number you want is 20630. Listen, it's going to get you a whole month free. 20630. I'll give you the number in a second. You're going to enjoy, listen, when you become a member, you're going to enjoy peace of mind of having immediate and comprehensive legal and financial protection at your fingertips the moment you pull your gun, the moment you pull the trigger, no matter where you are in the United States. You just make two calls. Your first call should always be to 911 to request an ambulance and law enforcement. And listen, we'll tell you exactly what to do, what to say, how to say it. Your second call should be the second call defense. Listen, we've got your back. It's complete legal protection for armed self-defense, and it is fully endorsed by the NRA. It's fully backed by the NRA insurance program. Folks, you've got to have this coverage. I have the Cadillac protection, which is the ultimate coverage, and I'm telling you, it is phenomenal. People say, well, I, I've got homeowner's coverage. That'll protect me. I've got an umbrella policy, civil liability policy. No, no, it won't. In fact, it's specifically excluded. You say, well, I'll get a public, a public defender. They'll keep me out of jail. No, they won't. First of all, usually public defenders are from liberal colleges and liberal law schools. They hate guns. They hate people that carry guns. And they're, they don't understand uh, lethal force to start with. They're overworked. They're underpaid. Is that what you want to bet your freedom on? Is that what you want to bet your financial future on? That? Are you kidding me? 877-502-3300. Secondcalldefense.org. You want to give them this number, 20 630. That's a Ninja Pastors number. You give them that, they're going to give you a free month. Go to God and Country Facebook page. Uh, it's facebook.com backslash God and Country Radio. Uh, there's a place where you can sign up. You, you know, sign up by the means of putting in your information for the show uh, to follow the show. But there's links on there. Once you do that, or on that page, there's a link there, and that will show you exactly where to go. You click on that link, go get all kinds of information. There are no contracts. You're not locked in. And once you get your money back, your free uh, month back, they, they never come back and take it back. This is the best coverage out there. Trust me. I've researched it all. Join today. Welcome back to The Collision of Faith and Politics. Here again is Dr. Sean. Welcome back, citizens. 
Welcome to all warfighters, by the way, all Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, and Sheepdogs, uniformed and clandestine services standing in the line for us. Welcome. I want to welcome back the United States Marines from the Tidewater area of Virginia. And also, hello, a big hello to the Army Rangers and Ranger instructors listening today all over the world. Rangers lead the way. Hello to the United States Navy SEALs listening around the world. Thank you for uh, listening. Thank you for all your messages of encouragement. Thank you for serving. I'm going to tell you something while I'm at this microphone. I'm not going to allow our country to forget about you. By the way, welcome to the Gold Star families. You know, you're the fraternity. Nobody wants to join. Nobody does. Nobody wants to join that. America, you know, there's people all around you. But they've lost, they've lost their families. They've, they've lost their, their children, their husbands, their wives, their aunts, their uncles. That's reality, folks. That's reality. That's the reality. And, and, the, and the sad, tragic thing about it is, is you walk by them each and every day and you don't know it. Special shout out to the Gold Star families across the United States, volunteers with the Michael Strange Foundation, America's Mighty Warriors and Operation 300. Thank you to Charlie and Marianne Strange, to the Hill Groups. Sean and Angie, guys, are all great patriots. You put the U in the USA. Thank you to Debbie Lee and Karen and Billy Vaughn for taking up the fight for our soldiers and families. Here's what you can expect coming. Now, I don't even have time. I don't have time to tell you. Join us next week for what, uh, what's coming. I want you to know that you matter to me, theninjapastor.com. There's a donate button if you believe in what I'm doing and you want to see more of it. I encourage you to, to donate. We won't waste your money, that's for sure. We care about what happens in this country. We're not giving up. TheNinjaPastor.com. Click on the donate button. There's a little story there to tell you all about what we do and why we do it. We mean business, folks. We're not backing down. I want you to know that I say this all the time in speeches. You can, I can come to where you are. And speak it. And I say this all the time be worth our Gold Star family's sacrifice. Be worth it. Be worth it. You matter. Every person matters. We just have to start acting like it. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America. Join us next time for The Collision of Faith and Politics. And please follow this show at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash The Ninja Pastor. And follow Dr. Sean on Twitter at The Ninja Pastor. And on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash God in Country Radio. And at www.drshawngreener.com. In the meantime, 
Dr. Sean will be fighting for you and for this great country. Thank you for joining in this fight.